All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. There have been uh, challenges around the country uh, to try and get former President Donald Trump removed from primary ballots. And this is all in response to January 6th and people who believe that he participated or incited an insurrection. And so we've seen this play out in states like Colorado and Michigan and most recently in Illinois where uh, a board of election decided that he can remain on the ballot that is in the state over from us. And to talk about that with us, Rick Pearson is the chief political reporter for the Chicago Tribune and joins us on the Quiver River Electric guest line. Good morning, Rick. Thank you for being here. Good morning. Good to be with you. So let's go into the decision. We know it was unanimous and we know there are people um, there on the board who aren't particularly fans of former President Trump, but they felt like he should remain on the ballot. Well, it's it's an eight-member board, and it's basically four Democrats, four Republicans. And despite the fact of the the partisan makeup of of the board, uh, the fact that it was an eight-to-nothing ruling showed that there was agreement on one essential fact, and that was that the State Board of Elections, based on previous Uh, Illinois Supreme Court rulings, the State Board of Elections does not have the authority to decide complex constitutional questions. And so basically the State Board of Elections punted. And we're not going to take up this issue of uh, the insurrection clause of Section 3 in the 14th Amendment. They basically rejected an objection that said that Trump knowingly filed a false statement of candidacy attesting that he was fully qualified for the office he was seeking. That was also part of the challenge. The state board basically voted eight to nothing to reject that. Now, the the objectors to Trump's candidacy, uh, which is a a group that has uh, been behind these many of these various challenges around the state, uh, they've already gone to court as they're entitled to do to Cook County Circuit Court to appeal the ruling. And uh, this free speech for people group uh, in their appeal is uh, asking for an expedited hearing to get this matter before the Illinois Supreme Court. And so uh, this this uh, issue still carries forward. And you bring into some of the politics at play. uh, The Illinois Supreme Court is five to two Democrats. So it'll be very interesting to see if they actually want to take on the way Colorado did with its Supreme Court, which voted four to three uh, for Democrats to disqualify Trump from the ballot. It'll be interesting to see what the Illinois Supreme Court does. Right. And this isn't necessarily even falling along party lines because even the Colorado Supreme Court said, we're not sure. You know, there there were questions about whether or not this, you know, their ruling was how it should have been. Is there a chance that the Illinois Supreme Court will just say, hey, this isn't justiciable. We're not even taking it. Um, you know, there's always that chance. And, and of course, uh, I should say that on, on February 8th, 
the U.S. Supreme Court has scheduled uh, oral arguments on the Colorado decision. So I think, you know, most states are kind of waiting to see what the U.S. Supreme Court does as far as that kind of jurisdictional matters. And there's there's all kinds of sub-issues to this that, you know, in the wording of the 14th Amendment of that Section 3, it, it it refers to an officer of the United States, uh, and the Trump campaign says that that specifically does not mention the office mm-hmm. of president so that this isn't even a, a relevant clause. So, as I said, there's all kinds of sub subtext going back here. And I think truly everybody is looking for proper guidance from uh, the U.S. Supreme Court. And, you know, courts generally try not to, uh, if they don't have to, issue sweeping rulings. They try to narrow their rulings to limit, you know, future future issues. So I think, you know, too, everybody's waiting to see, you know, how does the U.S. Supreme Court kind of uh, narrow this issue down so it does not have, you know, long-lasting dramatic effect. Chief political reporter for the Chicago Tribune, Rick Pearson, is joining us on KMOX. The group that um, spearheaded this effort to have Trump removed from the Illinois ballot. Uh, Free speech for people. They've been around, I think, something like 13 or or 14 years. Um, What what do we know about them other than, I I know they started, they had something to do with Citizens United, and that was their their first uh, real formation. But what do we know about that group? Well, they're they're very much, uh, you know, a, a, a liberal group, and they are uh, they are very interested in issues involving money matters, as you mentioned, with Citizens United. Um, and there are also, I will say, they're they're very well lawyered, um, and you know their their arguments are. Were, there was not a lot of contention uh, between them and the Trump attorneys uh, in the Illinois uh, contest here, the objection contest here. Uh, I mean, they, they were very, both sides were very respectful, but having that been said, uh, they are well-resourced, they are well-financed and are able to carry on these legal challenges, which are basically filed in the names of voters in those states to give them standing to file these lawsuits. And I really should say too, that there was very little doubt in, as far as the Illinois case, that the state board of elections was was not going to rule on the 14th amendment issue uh, that had kind of been the board's position even before a challenge was brought and that this is largely viewed this decision uh, was largely viewed as kind of a vehicle to get them into the court system uh, to allow that their challenge to get into court so that's where it sits now is uh, now having just been filed in cook county circuit court in chicago all-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.